And if you're just tuning in, Cardi B, Drake, and Lizzo all have been in the line of fire lately, literally and figuratively, and all for different reasons. Cardi B had a drink thrown to her while on stage and got caught lip-syncing, Drake was caught in a shower of braziers, and Lizzo, well, we're not going to get into that really because it's pretty bananas. Coming up on the show today, it's time to laugh at my pain as I discuss the latest travel woes I endured during my summer trip to the Northeast. The seatbelt light will remain on. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show. And welcome back in, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, whoever you are, wherever you are. We appreciate it. We would like for you to tell a friend or foe about the show. If you know anyone with ears, uh, please mention this to them and get them to start listening. Maybe take their phone and subscribe on whatever platform you can find on their phone and give us a five-star rating and review. We would really appreciate that. You could follow us on Instagram. We are 103.9 The Sean. Twitter, or X, as it's now being called, 1039 The Sean. And email, 103.9 at gmail.com. Speaking of X, we actually had a listener write in and submit a joke. So we are going to read this joke live on the air because it's a good joke. And I wanted to see if the person wanted credit but they said they didn't want credit and they wanted to remain anonymous so thank you to this person here it goes they wrote the new app from meta is called threads and that was released as a competitor to twitter some people were jumping to this new app and leaving twitter so what did elon musk do he renamed twitter x because everyone goes back to their x so a uh, nice little joke there from that listener, and we love to hear from our listeners. If you want to send us a joke, if you want to send us some hate mail, uh, basically how pissed you are that you just wasted a certain portion of your day listening, uh, we'll read it live on the air. If you have questions, debate topics, anything you want, uh, we would appreciate it. And keep telling friends, keep telling foes. So I took a trip to the Northeast recently with my fiance and we were going to visit her friends in Connecticut for four days and then drive south to Jersey for my sister's wedding um, but you know as things go travel is usually always annoying and so I have two stories to share from the trip to Connecticut and the trip home from Jersey uh, if anyone's aware, the West Palm Airport is a small airport. It's usually very fast to get through security, this, this, and that. My fiance, she's one of those people that likes to leave real early before a flight. So she wanted to leave at 4.30 for a 7.30 flight. And I was like, eh, that's a little too early. I don't want to just be sitting around. Well, turns out I'm the asshole because I said we should leave at 5. 
And when we're on I-95, we're hitting all sorts of traffic due to rush hour and uh, multiple accidents. So she's getting pissed, rightfully so. You know, can't blame her. I feel bad. Uh, We look for a detour. And finally, we do find a detour. We get off the highway. We get to the detour. And we're pretty much at the airport. She was driving because we wanted to use her car to get it out of the way for the pet sitter that was going to be here. And basically, when we got into the road that takes you to the departures, or basically parking, because we had to park the car, she missed the park the car you know, area. So we had to circle around again, past the cell phone lot and whatnot. And she's, you know, we're pressed for time. So she's going fast. She takes the first turn of the cell phone lot curve and her phone goes flying down towards the gas pedal and the brake pedal. So she like breaks and we're trying to reach to get the phone and hoping that no one comes up behind us and rams into the back fender. Um, Finally, you know, we get the phone. She guns it down the straightaway. We get to the next curve and she is like, I am irate. And... Rightfully so. Like I said, it was my fault that we left later than we should have. Uh, and and the fact that she said, I am irate, it just kind of lets you know the level of anger. Uh, because I think that's the ultimate form of anger, the suppressed rage that I saw on that day. You know, because people get angry, they get, you know, they get annoyed, they get whatever, they might yell at some point. But if you're at that stage where you're just silent and fuming i think that's the ultimate form of anger in my opinion so yeah she was beyond pissed like i said rightfully so my fault uh but yeah we we got to the airport we got through security quickly because that airport's always quick and then luckily we ended up well not luckily but there was a half hour delay because they were waiting for a crew to get off one plane to get onto ours to fly up to connecticut so, you know, it turned out okay. We had enough time, but that was thanks to the delay. Once we got on the plane, the pilot comes on and he's like, oh, yeah, we're expecting a smooth flight up to Connecticut. Should be about two and a half hours, blah, blah, blah. He goes through all the weather bullshit. And, you know, sometimes they say that they expect turbulence or they're going to have to go around a storm or something like that. But when they come on the intercom, like, what are they going to say, really? Like, you're never going to hear them get onto the mic and be like, well, folks, this flight is going to be a real hell ride. We're expecting to be rattling and bouncing around quite a bit. You're going to wish you had one of those shoulder roller coaster harnesses because this flight is going to be a real son of a bitch. Keep those vomit bags handy, folks. So, yeah, I mean, they're always going to say it's smooth or mostly smooth, but turns out... This flight, you know, started out, it was, you know, somewhat turbulent, not crazy. But we got to 10,000 feet and we're experiencing minor turbulence and they start bringing around the drink carts. And it was probably 8.30 at this point or something like that. And I was in the mood for coffee, but I can't drink regular coffee at that time of night because I'll be up literally all night. So I was going to go the decaf route. And so when the stewardess gets to me, I said, do you have decaf? And she goes, it's instant coffee. Do you still want it? And I'm like, yeah, if that's the only decaf you have. 
She goes, the decaf, it's actually, I'm not going to say it. And I heard that and I was like, well, that's not reassuring. Like what, you know, how shitty is this coffee about to be? And so finally she hands me the cup of boiling water. She hands me the grinds, the creamer, the sugar, the stirrer, the napkin. So I take off the lid of the boiling water and I pour the grinds into it. And all of a sudden I'm doing a science experiment at 15,000 feet. I'm holding the open cup of scalding water in midair over my lap as the plane is mildly shaking and the water in my cup is rising up a little bit towards the edges because I don't trust the tray table. So finally I get a brief smoother patch and I add the creamer and the sugar and I stir it for a second and then I take it right back up and I'm holding it as we're still bouncing around a little bit, trying not to burn the top layer of skin off my thighs. And as I'm sitting there, sipping on this instant decaf coffee, I'm thinking to myself, what is this pilot's definition of smooth? Smooth as in an alligator purse? Or the alligator itself? Because there's a big difference there. Anyway, the turbulence kind of chilled out the second half of the flight. But there was a few other annoying things that were going on. I had a drunk lady that was three rows ahead of me to the left who was in the aisle seat who was basically turned around the whole flight trying to talk to her mom. Somehow they snuck Tervises onto the plane with wine and then they were ordering drinks after that. And she's just yapping the whole flight loudly and it was very annoying. Uh, she got to the point where she was hiccuping every two seconds and could, couldn't even complete a sentence. And then she knew somebody else that was directly in front of me. And she goes, look at Bill over there taking up both armrests. No airplane etiquette. No airplane etiquette, Bill, as she cackles. And I'm just like, oh my God, this lady's the worst. And there was another group of chatty individuals one row behind me to the left that did not stop talking from the time the plane took off to the time the plane landed. Which is fine, but, you know, you just gotta be mindful of your volume when you're around so many people like that. Anyway, we finally land, but then we have to spend 30 minutes on the tarmac waiting for the gate. So they couldn't park or whatever and start unloading us. We're just sitting there for 30 minutes. Finally, we get to park and they undo the luggage from the bottom of the plane and whatever. The bags come out super slow. At that point, it's 11.15 at night. And clearly at that airport, no one gave a shit. So that was annoying. We finally get the bags and we go up to the rental car area. That takes another 15 minutes for them to go through our reservation, whatever, and figure out what car they're going to give us, yada, yada, yada. We finally get the keys. We go to the car. I offered to drive because it was about probably midnight at that point. And my fiance was like, no, no, I'll do it. It's no big deal. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So we get in the car, turn it on, and right on the dashboard it says engine oil low. 
And I was like, uh-uh, nope, no way. We're not taking this fucking car. The last thing we need is to have the engine shit the bed uh, on the highway at 12 at night in the middle of Connecticut. We don't know where we are, and we don't know anyone. So I was like, nope, this is we're not taking this car. So she shut it off. We walked back inside, told them the situation. 20 minutes for another car. We finally get into the next car. We figure out how to leave the airport, which was like a maze. We're on the highway. All of a sudden, on the dashboard of this Chevy Malibu, it says engine overheating. And I was just like, what the fuck? So I immediately turn on the heat, which if you do not know that trick, that's what you should do. If it says engine overheating, immediately turn on the heat to the car because that draws heat away from the engine so i turned on the heat she pulled over to the side of the road we put on the flashers we're like trying to figure out what to do for a second and then she realized that she had the car in low gear so we're bombing down the highway at 75 miles an hour in low gear and the engine didn't like that and i gotta take the engine side on this one Sorry, babe. So we just chill there on the shoulder of the highway for like two minutes. And thankfully, the overheating sign went away. So she put the car into drive. And then we continued on to her friend's house. We got there about 1 a.m. We literally said hello and went directly to bed. So that was the whirlwind of a trip to get from West Palm Beach to Hartford, Connecticut. Coming up after the break, we're going to be detailing some things we did on the trip briefly, and then we're going to be discussing the pain-in-the-ass journey that it was from Newark back to West Palm Beach. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Shun. Are you over there wondering if your significant other is going to rip you a new asshole because their hanger has hit the breaking point? Are you calling a loved one and saying your goodbyes? Are you praying the rosary, hoping you'll find a buried granola bar at the bottom of your travel bag? Well, recently the FDA has approved a new drug called Hangerite. Hangerite is a once-daily supplement taken in the morning that reduces your body's ability to become angry due to hunger. Clinical trials have shown that significant others feel 70% less likely to get their ass chewed out. Pun intended. People have noted that their co-workers are less douchey in meetings. So get Hangerite and become a better person to be around. Use promo code BLOODSUGAR for 25% off your first month. Your flagship station for unimportant things. 103.9 The Sean. Alright, welcome back everybody. So, as I said, we did four days in Connecticut and four days in Jersey. We spent time with her best friends in Connecticut. We went to a vineyard. We did a boat day. We went to a brewery. We went to a couple of different uh, lobster roll shacks. Basically, in New England, the lobster rolls are phenomenal. You get a nice 
crispy roll with hot buttered lobster in there and you can't beat that it's heaven on a bun we were also thankful for amazing sunny weather in connecticut the whole time all four days were beautiful and uh, we just had a great time so thanks to her friends not gonna name names on here but we appreciate the hospitality that was shown towards us and i enjoyed uh, learning some more stories and fun facts about my fiance from uh, her childhood friends so we then traveled south in the rental car in regular gear not low gear and got there for two days before my sister's wedding which turned out to be an awesome wedding uh, uh once again a beautiful day beautiful venue uh beautiful people it was great to see the family and uh some people from my hometown and things like that Just family friends uh that are friends with my parents and introduced my fiance to more people that haven't met her yet and yeah it was just an all-around great time the food was amazing the dj was awesome the dance floor was packed all night this dj was mixing it up left and right yada 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 and uh i come to find out that the dj has opened for the chain smokers if you ever heard of them (laughs) uh yeah so pretty cool stuff what else did I have written down? Oh, on our way to Jersey, we had we were behind a trailer that had a horse, and this horse was just hanging his head out the window on the highway, just living his best life. And then he would stick his head back into the trailer. He would grab a bite of hay, stick his head out the trailer, and chew it as he was enjoying that breeze. And I didn't even mind the rental car getting hit with the hay because it was just funny, and I enjoyed it. Uh, and I was driving, um, so yeah. It was a good time. So we, we named him Rusty, uh, just like the Seinfeld horse. And we we followed him for a good probably five, six miles and then passed him on the Tappan Zee Bridge. Uh, but yeah, thankfully, the drive from Connecticut to Jersey was easy. Um, let's get ahead to the bullshit again that is more entertaining Our second-to-last day, Travelocity canceled our return flight from Newark to West Palm for no reason. Uh, So my fiancé had to call them up and be like, what the fuck? And basically, because we didn't use the departure flight from West Palm to Newark because we altered our trip and we went from West Palm to Connecticut, they thought that we didn't come at all and they didn't know we were in Jersey, so they canceled us on the way home. And then they made her pay $200 more to rebook the same flight as a one-way. So total horseshit, just like Rusty's cage. Um, But, (laughs) uh, so yeah, Travelocity is now on the shit list. Um, But luckily for us, they took away the charge a few days later because I told her to call up her credit card and fight the charge because that's bull. We shouldn't have to pay twice for the same flight. Um, but it seems like Travelocity did the right thing and removed the charge anyway. So it was time to leave the wedding and uh, driving the rental car to Newark was a breeze, thankfully. We got there two hours before the flight, which we thought was plenty of time. Didn't turn out that way. Uh, We gassed up the rental car, dropped it off, still had about two hours. We're trying to get the bag tag and trying to get through security, and we find out that we are in the wrong terminal, which at Newark is a big pain in the ass. 
So we have to shuttle from terminal A to C, and we get this bus, and there's like four other people on the bus, and we are literally driving on the tarmac. We're like stewing, going through stops, and we're just out in the middle of this wide open plain of asphalt. We're in line with luggage carts, and there's just people going left and right. There's those guys waving those things with the earmuffs and I'm just like what is going on right now just didn't seem like a exactly safe uh, way to get from A to C but I guess that's how they do it uh, my fiance at this point had become uh, a little bit hangry the hanger was setting in and uh, I was firmly in the crosshairs uh, I was afraid to make any sudden moves and just hoping that we would get to our gate quickly so that we could get a snack before the plane boarded Due to all the craziness of getting the bag tag and getting through the long security line and then having to go from A to C, we were pushing it in terms of boarding on time. So we finally parked at C. We get out. We jog towards our gate. Uh, we stop at a bathroom real quick. We get hosed on overpriced snacks at a self-checkout convenience store, and that was going to be our lunch. We continue jogging to the gate expecting to see everyone getting on the plane and it was just then that they announced that we are delayed four hours so that is the joys of air travel right there folks delayed four hours due to storms actually uh i don't think it was due to storm i think it was due to some other error uh with united or something like that because they gave us thirty dollars worth of lunch credits basically so we went to a restaurant inside the airport and we used that thirty dollars on some lunch and we took our sweet time eating because we had nowhere to go and at one point i went and used the bathroom again and once i was washing my hands i looked to the right and i saw the airport bathroom feedback button which if you're not sure what that is i guess some airports and some bathrooms have a little survey button for those people that are feeling extra inclined to grab more bacteria on their hands on the way out. So basically it has a green smiley face, a yellow indifferent face, and a red sad looking mad looking face. So as I was walking out of the bathroom back to the restaurant, I thought to myself, who is hitting that button? Are they raiding the bathroom based on the smell of the shit that the guy took eight feet away? Where does that feedback go if this is an anonymous system? Is anyone sitting around aggregating the data of how satisfied travelers are of bathroom 27 in Terminal C at the Newark airport? It's an airport bathroom. You have to walk into it knowing that it's 90% likely that it's going to contain at least one disgusting sight or smell. I don't think the feedback button is doing anything other than collecting bacteria because there's nothing next to that button that says share feedback before washing your hands or share feedback after washing your hands. And we know that some people aren't washing their hands no matter what. So if you hit that button before you wash your hands, that's gross. If you hit it after you wash your hands, that's gross. So this is just a stupid system. Dumb idea, pointless, waste of space, and a waste of time. Kind of like this show. 
But anyway, whoever's out there managing airports, director of sanitation, whatever the job title is, just know that an airport bathroom could never be clean enough. And that's our stance. And that's going to do it for our show today. If you enjoyed the show and you listen from start to end, please tell a friend for the love of God. Someone out there has got to be somewhat friends with you. Share the show with them. Subscribe on their phone. Rate on their phone. Give it five stars. All that. If you hate the show, tell a foe. Someone out there is probably pissed at you, hangry, didn't take their hanger right today. Put this show into their queue and send them off the edge. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are 103.9 The Sean. Twitter, 1039 The Sean, or X as it's being called now. No one's going to call it that shit. What a dumb idea. If you'd like to send us an email, we are 103.9 The Sean at gmail.com. Coming up after the break, a true disheartening story. Southwest Florida chiropractor Kent Messer had his chiropractic office burglarized recently, and they also stole the homemade piece of coconut pie that his wife made. All he wanted to do was open up the office and slam down a piece of pie, but what he really got was a giant headache. We're going to have him on next and hope to give him our own adjustment and send him a free bottle of Hangarite. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show.